Hey friends, you're listening to the None But Curious podcast, a space for nuns, agnostics, and nothing in particulars. We are okay with not knowing, and we're inspired by each other, art, nature, and everyday moments. I'm really happy you're here. Let's go explore. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know what time that is? Word of the year. Word of the year. It's time to select your word for the year. Word of the year. Word for the year. However you want to call it. So I've been doing this since December 2010. So almost... Yeah, 14 years, 13 years. Who does maths? It's the end of the year. (sighs) So I came upon word of the year, or one word, I should say, in an email from John Gordon over a decade ago. Um, I had to read a John Gordon book for a team building exercise at my employer. And... I got that email and I thought it was a good idea because I had been making New Year's resolutions unsuccessfully for as long as I remember. January is the time that I'm going to quit smoking. January is the time I'm going to start working out and drinking more water and taking better care of myself and going on vacation. No, it wasn't. None of those things happened. So I decided... What harm, (laughs) I can't even say with a straight face, what harm could occur if I just choose one word to live with for the year? First of all, I've had issues with commitment for a long time. I'm sure my husband will really enjoy hearing that. (laughs) But I do. I have a hard time committing to things. I think it's because I'm a hummingbird and I like to flit around and see what's new. And I'm constantly curious and things are constantly changing. And I've just gotten used to that way of life. So for me to commit to one word is a huge deal. And I love my husband. We're committed. (laughs) I promise. Anyway, I'm going to go through the list of words that I chose because I've been doing this, like I said, for over 10 years now. And I just want to share with you some of the amazingly terrifying things that have happened along the way. And perhaps it will inspire you as well to choose a word for the year. And here's a fun fact. Um, My birthday's in the summertime. So I typically will choose a word for the year in January. And then I check back in with myself right around July um, and just see, hey, is everything cool? How are things going? I've not changed my word for the year at all, even with those check-ins. All right, so in 2011, my word was trust, and it's a good thing I chose that because I think it was two or three months later, my husband at the time got a job and moved us out of Rochester, New York, and we moved to Ohio. It also just signed a lease to open an office space for my business, and so I got to, (laughs) I had to trust that it was all for the right reasons and I let go of a lot of things that were important to me. So I, I, I needed to trust. And that that worked. The the word for 2012 was patience. 
I'm assuming because I did a lot of trusting, I just needed to be gentle with myself. 2013, I chose dare. I don't really recall a lot of things except for I do remember seeing the word dare on a wall that I drove by in my hometown. And it was just interesting. The graffiti hadn't been there, but that year it popped up and it just happened to be my word. What up, signs? Um, I do remember taking a picture of that, but I don't remember anything else that happened that year. 2014, I chose root. Um, I do remember choosing root because I wanted to get to the root cause of my anxieties, my insecurities. I also wanted to start planting roots. I had been in Ohio for three years and I felt like I wasn't really settling down. So that was a really good word for me. I chose significance and 2015 was a weird year. I don't really recall much. I do remember that that word was chosen because of a book that my aunt sent me randomly through the mail. And the title of the book was Significance. I thought it was a good time or a good word to use. And if I recall correctly, it was because I was dealing with a lot of insecurities and I just needed to feel significant, important. 2016 was a hell of a year. (laughs) I'm just going to say 2016, my word was venture. Now, I do remember this because there was a lot of stuff going on in that year. I decided to face my fear. I I was unable to swim, so I took swimming lessons and that was intense for me. I decided to pursue metaphysics as a degree I went for swimming lessons because I didn't want to carry my fears to my kids. I didn't want them to have the same fears. Our children are going to have fears no matter what, but I don't want them to have mine. And I took my first solo trip out west. Um, I ventured out to Missouri for a long weekend and crashed a conference that I don't think I was supposed to go to, but I'm glad that I did because so many weird things happened in that short period of time. And I met a lot of really genuinely kind people. I have never seen land so flat as when I was driving out to Missouri and the time change was weird. Driving across the state line and the time is different. That, that was something I had never experienced that. I had never experienced that. When my dad was in the Navy, we just traveled up and down the East Coast when we had to move. So I had never been in Central Standard Time, but I kind of dug it. 2017, my word was harmony, probably because of all that venturing. I was tired. (laughs) 2018, my word was am. I just wanted to exist, just wanted to be which was great because 2019 was the best and worst year of my life. I'm not going to lie. I ended up getting a divorce that year from my first husband. I I had so much grief and so many tears. That was the last year I've spoken with my parents. Um, so there's that. I let go of a lot of toxic relationships that year. I want to know what my word was? Love. So these words are really powerful. And that's 
why I'm laughing and saying it's hard for me to commit because I think somewhere deep down I knew just how powerful, how magical this was going to be for my life. 2020, my word was here. We all know what happened in 2020. You can blame me. It's fine. It's fine. I chose the word here. Everybody was here, wherever here was. 2021, I chose okay. I was pregnant with my youngest son at the time that I chose the word. We had just gone through, I think, was it that point? No, it was, I think it was like a month later, my dog got skunked twice within the same month. I didn't have the birth that I thought I was going to. I had a C-section after two and a half days of labor. It, and I just said, okay, through all of it, it was more of a, okay, but it also allowed me to say yes to things that I might not necessarily want to say yes to. In a good way. I'm not saying like being forced to say yes. So okay was okay. 2022, I chose the word nature. I've been wanting to get out into nature more so. And I felt cooped up with my pregnancy. And especially after the birth, um, it took a long time for me to recover. And in 2022, I started um, looking for volunteering opportunities. I was reading books about nature. I was learning more about um, Ohio plants and animals, especially in Northeast Ohio. Last year, this year, (laughs) we're still in 2023. This year, my word was clear. Um, And it's, it's been a year of clear. I went back to therapy again. (laughs) Well, that's what went back to means Candace. Hello. Um, but I went back to therapy and learned how to set clearer boundaries. I also cleared out thousands upon thousands of old photos and videos that I no longer needed. We, I don't need to keep every single picture I've ever taken. I started clearing out, um, old journals. I had my burning ceremony for my birthday this summer. I, I've been clearing out, but in the midst of clearing and decluttering, I have established more clear boundaries and I've started listening more to myself. I started meditating more. I've been avoiding meditation for a few years now, just because when I started meditating, I think it was 2018, I started meditating regularly and we all know what happened in 2019 and 2020. So that kind of has made me hesitant about meditation, but since I've been meditating almost every day, at least once a day, um, I am feeling clearer. I feel more insightful. I feel like the fog is lifting so clear. So how do you choose your word for the year? Well, you can use a word generator. There is an email I receive from Susanna Conway, and she has a website. I'll make sure that I link to it in my Facebook group. It's SusannaConway.com. She, every year, sends out an email where you can journal, you can reflect on your year 
prior. So I, I have it in my email right now in my inbox. So I will reflect on 2023 and then you set the tone for 2024. You can reflect on what your word should be. Um, she has a bunch of different exercises. I love the journal. I don't always complete it. I think this year the, the journal is 50 or 60 pages long. I don't have the time to do it, but I do make the time to reflect on my prior year. And I do take the time to write myself a letter for next December. I do the tarot cards that that was spooky. The, the first year I did the tarot cards for myself was last December. Every single month, I'd look at the end of the month, I'd peek and go, what was the tarot card that I pulled for myself? Ooh, totally was right on. And am I going to do it again this year? You bet your sweet bippy I am. But I'm also very scared. Like I'm huddled under my blanket right now. I am extremely terrified as to what is going to happen. But that's the thing, right? We can be scared about what's going to happen and we can still get through it. So so you can use a word generator. You can use a journal prompt. Um, like I said, Susanna's prompt and her reflections are, they're solid. I, I have no other word for it than solid. I am grateful for her. I am grateful for this little friend that sent me to her. Um, it's, it's changed my world. And like I said, if I had more time, I would fill out the journal completely. And she even says on her, on her instructions that you do what you feel is right with the journal. She gives that out as just love. There's just so much love with that email. I look forward to it every single December for the past three or four years now. But what I do when I'm choosing my word is I reflect on what have I been saying to myself in my in my head outward what have I been saying that I want or I don't want or I need or I don't need what have other people been advising me to do and so the the word that I came up with for this year the these words always choose me I'm not even gonna lie but the first word I thought I was going to use was sparkle. And the reason being is because my youngest son, whenever we're out, he chooses the most glittery, sparkly things for me. Mama, you like this? No, Mama does not like this. Mama doesn't like glittery and sparkly things. And I thought to myself at one point, I should maybe get sparkly things. And I was very uncomfortable with that. So then I sat with myself and I asked myself, what have I been needing what is it that I didn't want? What have I been saying to people throughout this year? I've been saying, I don't want to work so hard. I don't want to keep doing the work. The work is so hard. I'm tired of doing the work. I don't want to work so much. And I mean this in the context of emotional work, mental work, spiritual work. I just don't want to work so hard. And so... My word for the year is play. Boom, boom, boom. So take this with a grain of salt and maybe you will find your word. Just go find your word. Go play with it and see if it works for you. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. Hey, I'm noncommittal too. It's okay. But 
try something new for 2024, and I'll see you next year. Hey, thanks for listening. Let's keep this conversation going. Share your stories with our None But Curious Facebook group, or you can also follow our Instagram at None But Curious, or email candy at nonebutcurious.org if you want to share your ideas and thoughts. Until next time, stay curious.